0: Welcome to Cats by 90, a podcast dedicated to you,
1: the Big Blue Nation,
0: basketball, football, and the latest recruiting news. If it's Kentucky sports, then it's here on Cats by 90. Now, from SB Nation, a sea of blue, your hosts, Big Blue Drew and Aaron Gershon. right thank you for joining us on the cats by 90 podcast brought to you by sb nations a sea of blue i'm drew brown it's sunday morning here in louisville it's obviously been a very very crazy weekend in our country and in our city but i'm excited to get up this morning and just kind of talk about some sports and maybe look at life from a different aspect because it's been crazy and i'm excited to have a, a guest with me someone that i've been really wanting to get on the show because i've seen her play many times but we have kentucky women's basketball commit aaron toller with me this morning so aaron thank you Thank you so much for coming on the Cats by 90 podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: And I know you're in Louisville as well. You went to Sacred Heart. Mm -hmm. Like I said, my daughter and I have seen you play a, a lot. So hopefully, have you been staying safe this weekend?
1: Yes, I have been staying safe this weekend.
0: Good, good. I know it's been crazy. I only live about a mile or so from downtown and very near kind of where a lot of the protests um, began to move last night towards the highlands and stuff. So it's a little bit crazy. I did go down there Friday night um, as it was daylight and just kind of show some support. But yeah, between this and the coronavirus and just everything else is just wild, wildest of times. And, And I kind of feel bad for you, Aaron, like I do for many of the class of 2020. So I'm sorry that things ended the way that they did for you.
1: No, it's all right. Man. God's got a plan for us, so twenty twenty class will be a great class.
0: Well good. I'm glad that you see it that way because again, so so Aaron plays basketball here in Louisville for Sacred Heart, which was pretty much I mean was the unanimous number one team in the state for pretty much the whole year. And Aaron, I kinda had a roundabout way that I ended up coming to see you. I don't, you know, normally go watch a lot of um girls high school basketball around Kentucky, but my mm-hmm. daughter's twelve and she actually plays basketball for Mazit. And Trinity, who's your teammate, um, yeah. went to Mazik. so she had known about Trinity. And then also, um, someone that um, I kind of see through work is Josie Gilvin's father. So he had mm-hmm. encouraged us to come. So I think we came to see you guys play. I don't even remember what the first game was, but we were just hooked from there. I mean, you guys just played the right way. You guys are such a great team. At any given night, you know, it could be you know one of four or five different players that. Maybe had the best game and obviously for the most part led by you. I think you were just a floor general, but that was just a long way of me saying that we really enjoyed watching you girls play this year. I think we probably came to about 12 games.
1: <laughs> Thank you. We love the support.
0: <laughs> yeah. One of the best games that I, I probably saw, well, probably the best high school girls basketball game I've ever seen was the game this year at Sacred Heart between you guys and Christian Academy of Louisville. So yeah. You guys be pretty good to go to the to um Ruck Arena and win the seventh region. But uh, do you remember that regular season game? It was crazy, right?
1: Yeah, I definitely remember that game. <laughs> that game was crazy.
0: Good. Again, thanks so much for coming on. There's uh, quite a few different things I was hoping we could just maybe touch on because things are rapidly moving, but I guess a good place maybe to really start as far as um, how Kentucky's concerned. So have you heard anything, Aaron? Have you talked to Coach Mitchell or anything just about your guys' plans to get on campus or safety measurements that are, that are being taken before that happens?
1: Um, as of right now, there um, all the coaches have said it's just like um, they passed that um, voluntary um, like little practice um, act the NCAA did. And so um, he's still, Coach Mitchell's still trying to work on seeing if um, he can get everybody like back on campus um, at least uh, before school starts still. So hopefully like that can actually come into action.
0: Yes, I know. I'm sure it's it's been nice to kind of start to see a little bit of normality just kind of trickle down to everyday life and the rumblings of sports getting back going, you know, later this summer are starting to maybe come to fruition. But I was thinking about you this morning, you know, as we were kind of getting ready to talk and guys going to moving away to college has to be scary enough, you know, whether or not you're playing division one basketball or not, then coupling mm-hmm. the fact that you are going to play division one basketball and just all the uncertainty and the, the just the circumstances with with COVID-19. So has that added a lot of pressure and anxiety to you? Or are you just trying to not think about it?
1: Uh, for most, most of the part, I'm just trying not to think about it because I'm already like an anxious person. Like when it comes to like, doing something that I like that I love so like going to college like I'm really excited for that just like every other senior who just graduated high school like we're all going to be excited but like then I'm going to play division one basketball so that just puts a lot more excitement on me and um I'm just like I don't know I'm trying to stay calm about it but for the most part I'm just really excited and anxious about it
0: yeah, it seems like you're doing a good job because I know that just throws, you know, so many different elements and, and into it. And I just keep saying it's coming up a, a lot as I've talked to different people. But eighth graders, 12th graders, college seniors, I just felt so bad because I remember long, long time ago when I graduated high school with just the, the care freaks you know, time that was. And it was just, I guess, a lot of rewards for all the hard work that that everyone put in for 12 years. And I feel bad that, you know, some of you all from the class of 2020 maybe didn't get to fully experience that. But it sounds like for the most part, everyone's kept a positive attitude. And I guess kind of time heals all. But Aaron, do you have like one person on the Kentucky women's basketball roster that like maybe you're closest with or do you kind of see as a friend that you'll lean on, I guess, a little bit as you get, you know, initially on campus?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Emma King, we actually played AAU basketball together. Um, we played together my sophomore year and her junior year. Um, and so I used to, like I talked to her like every now and then. Um, I know like last year, I talked to her quite a lot, like quite a bit, just to like kind of see like what Kentucky like how it was, um, like going there. Um, and she, you know, she gave me a lot of feedback. So like kudos to Emma. Um, so when I get there, I'll probably lean on her a lot.
0: Good, good. That's great. I know that always helps. And even with you staying home, you know, it's still, even though it's only, you know, 60 miles away or whatever, it still can be a huge transition. So I'm good. I'm glad to hear that you have somebody that you'll kind of know a little bit when you get there, but I'd like to talk a little bit before we get into like next season, because man, y'all got a squad coming in. I was just, I knew Mm -hmm. that, but I was just reading up again and it's very exciting. But, uh, just what about your recruitment a little bit, Aaron? I didn't know too much about it. I know you kind of picked Kentucky, over like Tennessee, Western Kentucky, Xavier, but just what what drew you to Kentucky and and did you always know that was going to be the school or like what was kind of that defining factor that ultimately had you choose to be a Wildcat? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, actually, like I just never, like I never thought I was going to Kentucky. Like my dream school was Tennessee. And so um, like when I had got that got the Tennessee offer, I got it before I got my UK offer. And so I was sitting there like, Oh my God, like I finally got my offer that I wanted. And so I was going to commit like on the spot, but I decided to just wait. Um, cause my parents were like, well, maybe you should just see your options out. And so, um, I think like a little, like a little while later, after I had got that Tennessee offer, UK offered me. Um, and so then I was like, well, I just, I'll check out UK, you know? I mean, they've been watching me, recruiting me for, um, for a while probably i think since like my freshman year and so um once i had got injured um a lot of schools like they still you know encouraged me and everything it was like this is normal like we still want you and everything and um uk they like really um like was really showing that and so the second time i got injured Um, UK they really like stood out because all the coaches they still had like they had me like set goals for myself and made sure that I had achieved those goals like whether it was in rehab or with school or like off the court with basketball Um, and so that was like the main thing that really stood out to me was the fact that they still like encouraged me throughout like the um, whole like a year and a half two-year process while I wasn't playing basketball and so like I really really That's what really made me um, pick UK.
0: That's interesting. That's good to know. because I know you have battled through those two knee injuries. So that's neat to hear that that was kind of one of the, the things that really made you ultimately decide to go to Kentucky was that them just staying close to you during that injury. But I have to ask, so what made Tennessee your dream school? Was it just because I know that, especially, I don't know, years back, they were such a women's basketball powerhouse. Was it just growing up and knowing that? Or was there something specific about Tennessee that kind of had them as number one beforehand?
1: You know, I don't never really know. I just really, really liked Tennessee. I just thought, like, the atmosphere was just, like, so amazing. Like, everybody always talked highly about Tennessee, and I was, like, like, I would watch games and be, like, wow, like, Tennessee, like, they dope, and so I was, like, well, I'm gonna go here. I want to go here. It's my dream school. You know, everybody talks so highly about it, so I'm, like, maybe if I go here, like, It'll be great for me. Not saying Tennessee isn't a great school. Like it's a great school, but you know, I just thought, I don't know, like it's a, I guess I wanna be there.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. Like I said, I know that Tennessee, even though it's it's kind of I guess taking some steps back from where it was with like the Candace Parker Pat Summit days, but it always has been kind of known as a, a powerhouse for women's basketball. But mm-hmm. obviously everyone in the bluegrass is extremely um happy that you decided to to choose Kentucky and I know that you're just wired to score the basketball. So, what would you say is just like the biggest strengths of your game and what um just tell the fans, I guess a little bit what would you be bringing to Lexington with you as a player?
1: Um, I'll probably just try to bring, you know, just a lot of like hustle, um like defensively, since like I know coach Mitchell, he's like all about defense and everything. So, that'll be like my main priority because I know I'm a scorer, like scoring can come easy to me. So, you know, I'm probably just to work on like my defense a lot more and, you know, just hustling like I I can shoot the ball really um, like really good. So I, I probably I won't be worried about that. I'll just be trying to improve that, too.
0: You're so smart, Aaron. That's great to hear how, like, IntelliJinguhar as a basketball player as well because my daughter was asking me last night, again, she's one of your biggest fans, so she's going to be, like, our first listener here in a little bit. And she was saying that, like, oh, you know, how does that kind of work when you're, you know, because she was in sixth grade this year. Basically, she was kind of asking me do freshmen usually, you know, have the opportunity to play and stuff once you get to Kentucky. And I told her, I said, you know, sure, especially, you know, this class with-, with you, all having these three great commitments coming in. But that's the first thing I said, that there's such a big transition from high school basketball to college basketball on the defensive end and I don't um I, I'm planning on covering a lot more women's basketball this year I did a few games last year and it just like immediately jumped out to me just the the level of of defense and the commitment of all five players on the court each time so that's good that's smart I think that will probably be you know um you're exactly right I guess because I know you can shoot the ball I've seen that tons mm-hmm. of times you can score the ball in a variety of ways and particularly I think the one thing that really impresses me about your game Aaron, and how you were so effective in high school is your ability to like change pace so quickly. Like, um, you always seem calm, collected, and then boom, you're just gone and shooting the layup.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I yeah. Think, I get um, that a lot. <laughs> did they, um, so, so is there a plan now at all? Like do you have any tentative plan to when you might even, you know, be looking to go to Lexington with the the rule that they put in place about the voluntary workouts?
1: No, not at all. Um, we have a meeting coming up, um, this week, so um, Coach Mitchell will probably talk about that a little more um, in this upcoming meeting. So hopefully, you know, um, we'll be able to come up there at least by like July.
0: Good, yeah, I'm hoping so too. And again, it seems like things are starting to get some normality back to them, at least a little bit, other than all the the social distress, I guess, in the country that just again it being so. We're recording this on it's now Sunday morning at 10, 12 a.m. and It's been quite the weekend, but I'll say this, at least, at least the weather is nice. So we can maybe focus on that a little bit. And I'm (laughs) hoping to just have a a relaxing, less, little less stress filled day. So that's music to my ears. I guess to hear that you guys are meeting and starting to put the wheels in motion a little bit for. For a return to campus. Um kinda of working backwards here, I guess, but so I know you're also a Miss Basketball finalist and with the way that everything's just kind of shaking down, obviously they had to move that ceremony from April. And I believe now it's in late June. So is that just gonna be virtual, Aaron? Have you had any information on that at all either?
1: Yeah, um, it'll just be virtual and they're just gonna um they're just gonna announce the Miss Basketball and Mr. Basketball. So it probably wouldn't it probably won't be that long of a ceremony.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think so. That's another unfortunate thing. I wish you would have at least, you know, no matter what the result is, had the chance to go and dress up and take those pictures and stuff. But just another obstacle, I guess, and, you know, a story you'll have to tell when, when your career is over and you have, you know, all your accomplishments and it's just, it's just crazy times, I guess, that we're living in how it's, it's kind of impacted mm-hmm. every little aspect of, of sports and beyond. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about, um? do you have any expectations when you get to campus? Have you like set any, I know you talked about defense as a goal, but just any, you know, academic goals, sports goals, anything like that, that you're, you know, you're trying to do um, soon on as a freshman?
1: Um, academically, I would probably say, I just want to, maintain like a 3.5 and above GPA. Um, that's like just my main goal, like academically. Um, and then like basketball wise, just to try to be ready when I get on campus. Um, uh, because originally we would have been leaving in June. So, um, I'm just trying to like stay as focused, stay, um, in the best shape that I can before I get on campus. Cause it'll really help.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I know. I know that that's with every sport, I guess, but I know that that report to campus date is typically kind of just coded as run, 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 run. You're going to be doing a lot of running, probably a lot of weights and things like that. That's probably going to be another big transition part, too, I would think, Aaron, from from high school, even though you went to probably, you know, one of the nicer high schools in the state and in in Louisville, especially, but just like the access you'll have to that, to trainers and weight rooms and things like that and eating and stuff. So I'm sure that that's going to be, I guess, a big transition for it because they kind of take care of you from, you know, every aspect of of life from like morning, wake up till you go to bed. Right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Have you, what about the food? And I'm sure they talked to you a lot about that and stuff on the visits. Like how does the food work um, with the women's basketball team?
1: Um, the food, it works like kind of the same, just like with all the other sports. Um, I know that they said that, um, they have the athletes, like they, uh, like they go like cook and like the trainers, like, um, like help them with, um, cooking like healthy meals and all that for like, um, each like different person. So I know that they did that, but I'm pretty sure like the, um, food and everything is pretty much the same as like all the other sports.
0: Well, we got to talk a little bit just about, you know, the class that Matthew Mitchell has come to the University of Kentucky, because it's quite unbelievable. I mean, you if, if it was just you, it would be great. But to add, you know, some of the other people, Treasure Hunt, and I hope I say it right, Leveretter. Um, have you met those girls too many times? Have you guys had a chance to talk and meet?
1: Yeah, me and Naya, we went on our official visit together, and then I met Treasure at um, the tournament, the Rat's Fence tournament. Um, I think it was like in January, early February, and yeah, that's when we met.
0: Have you played against either of them?
1: No, I've never played against either one of them, which is surprising. But
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that isn't true. What um, what AAU team did you play on?
1: Um, I played for Kentucky Premier.
0: That's our, I guess, in Kentucky, our EYBL team, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Even I saw that they officially canceled the EYBL season yesterday, which kind of knew was coming, but still broke my heart because I was still holding out that maybe some of the stuff was going to get going, but it is all officially canceled. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what just kind of talking about next season with you guys. So, what are kind of your expectations? I mean, I'm sure that they have to be lofty. I mean, we haven't even talked about Ryan Howard with, you know, the leading returning score in women's college basketball. I covered the Kentucky-Louisville women's basketball game last year, and that was the first time I had a chance to see her play live. And, I mean, I'm sure you know better than anyone, but, my gosh, I mean, she's so good and, you know, could definitely make the argument she's the best player in the country. Then you add a, you know, highly ranked player like Treasure Hunt. I mean, the expectations next year have to be extremely high. Has, has coach mitchell or any of the players you know kind of talked about that holistically and like set any lofty goals for you all
1: um we haven't really had like um like that type of conversation yet i'm pretty sure that, that uh coach mitchell's had like his individual um conversations like with all the recruits like um and like signees just about like what his um expectation for you coming in is um but i feel like we'll like live up to that expectation and um, really like surpass the expectation that everybody has for us.
0: Yeah, it's, it reminds me so much of the men's team. Like, you girls are going to have all this, you know, super, super talent coming in, some good returners. So, though, it's great to have those expectations because it's good. It means you have great players, but at the same time it it does um, present like a lot of pressure and I'm sure that as you guys get on campus and stuff and start having those meetings I have a feeling this is going to be one of those teams that like after the first time you all really play together and have one of those like very competitive practices Mm -hmm. it'll probably just click with everyone like wow we can be really really good because the roster just top to bottom is really really set up to have a ton of success and you mentioned a little bit too about what Matthew Mitchell kind of you know talks about one-on-one and I I did find an article that that Larry Vaught wrote uh, several months back Here's kind of what Coach Mitchell said about um, you and your game, Aaron. There's always something special about a Kentucky-grown player deciding to play for the University of Kentucky, and we are thrilled that Aaron is a Kentucky Wildcat. She's a very talented basketball player that can score inside, an attacking mindset, or knock down an outside shot with confidence. What I love about Aaron is the fact that she relishes being a leader on the court. We know that is going to be very beneficial to our team. Aaron is a quality young woman who we're glad to have wearing blue and white. Great words from him about you. Well, anything else that you have that all you want to share just about you as a person, as a player to the Big Blue Nation?
1: Not that I could think of. I'm just really excited to get down to Lexington and uh, start my basketball career at UK.
0: I bet you are, and I'm excited to follow it. And I promise we'll stay in touch and. Hopefully, maybe we can do this um, one more time again when you get a little bit more information about getting on campus um, because once you get on campus, we won't be able to. I have to go to uh, someone else to do it, but maybe we could still do that too because, again, that's a goal of mine this year, and I think it'll probably be quite a few people, again, with with just the, the team that you all have, And just to get in a little more coverage and more exposure for you guys because definitely deserve it, and I think it's going to be a special year. So thank you so much for taking a few minutes on a Sunday morning, and we hope to have you back on the podcast again soon.
1: All right, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow Cats by 90 on Twitter
1: at Cats by 90. You can also follow Aaron and Drew at A Gershon 99 and at bigbluedrew33. And
0: remember, no matter the opponent, it's always Cats by 90.